is not starting off well no can i restart well i was thinking you could either restart or just go with it well i bit my tongue and i wasn't ready for that so okay, just restart all right at tanagra when the walls fell this is dan owings coming at you another time for Lower road radio with my co-host as always jason how you doing today in the last 36 hours all right i have slept 45 minutes yowzers that's not a joke and it's a good thing we made coffee tonight. Well, here's the thing. It's, what, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, something like that? Yeah. I don't want to drink coffee right now because I want to go home and sleep. Right. I'm afraid if I start drinking coffee right now, I'm not going to sleep. What's your trick? Do you what? Do you have any tricks for falling asleep, for, like, slowing down your mind? Do you do you focus on anything? Do you count sheep? I have to watch TV. You just have to have to have the I have to watch on. TV, and okay. I've come to terms with this. So, like... <laughs> I mean, for real. Okay. Because early on in our marriage, my wife and I had a disagreement with that. Sure. I wanted to watch something that I've never seen before. It doesn't matter what it is. Okay. And my wife only, only wanted to watch something that she has seen before. So for the like, sake of sleeping. For the sake of sleeping. Right. Because she doesn't um, want it to catch her interest. That's right. And so for her... Her our go to for years was um, so long and thanks for all the fish. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. We watched that for about four or five years, like every night for four or five years. It's a and great movie. It is a great movie. I, it's it's great. Um, and then another four or five years. I mean, we've been married seventeen years, so like a third of our marriage has been every night Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Wow. A third of our marriage has been. Um, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Really? Yeah. So when I my very first gift I ever gave to her, wow, was Star Wars. Now this was like when I was engaged to another girl, but I gave her. <laughs> yeah, I know. Boy. Let's not worry about that. It's That's not, a uh, story for a different day. Yeah. But um, I gave her Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace on VHS as a gift. Yeah. The day it came out. Really? Yeah. And uh, I knew she was a huge Star Wars nut, and yeah. we actually saw the movie together, like yeah. in the theater. Yeah. And so I bought her that tape. So she watched that by herself. Yeah. Before we were ever together. Right. And then we continued to watch it after we were together. So mm. the first third of her marriage was that. Yeah. The second third of her marriage was Hitchhikers. Okay. So now um, we rotate things. Okay. But things that were. Like for her, things that she's super familiar with. Right. So, so it's like all the Star Treks, all the Star Wars mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Um, Stargate, Atlantis. Right. Uh, things like that. Okay. Um, now for me, I don't do well with that. Now I, I'm okay with it, but I just don't like it. I need to like focus on something. 
So like if it's a movie that I've seen a thousand times, mm-hmm. my mind is still racing because I'm right. not really watching the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just noise at that right. point. Yeah. I don't want noise. She wants noise. I don't want noise. I want something to engage my mind because I don't want to think about everything. So you can focus on one thing so you're not thinking about everything. And that one th- yes. focusing on one thing will put you to sleep. Absolutely. And so here's what I've also learned. You ready for this? I'm yeah. TV is better than Hulu or Netflix or Vudu or anything like that. Okay. Because of commercials. Yeah. So here's what I do is uh whether it's Sports Center, I don't care what I'm watching, it doesn't matter. But I turn something on YouTube TV currently. That's what I use on my tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can watch it during the segment, which is, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a two-minute commercial break. Right. During that two-minute commercial break, I'll close my eyes. Mm. And then I'll open my eyes when it comes back from break. Right. I don't get more than a half an hour. Right. Because my mind is cycling. So I'm engaged mm. in something for about 12 or 15 minutes, whatever yeah. it is. Close my eyes during commercial break. And yeah. then I open them up again. And it triggers my brain to shut down. Ever tried listening to audiobooks? I can't do it. While you sleep? I can't do it. Huh. I, um, well, first of all, I fall asleep and I don't know where I left off. And then it's just, I well, can't. You just do a book that, you, that you've read before. It's the same concept. Well, it's the same topic as watching TV, something I've seen a thousand times. I'm just times. saying, then all the lights are off, you know? Oh, no, the lights, no, to me. Watching TV with my eyes open, it dries my eyes out. And then when the commercial hits and I close my eyes, it feels mm. good. Boy, you really have this down to a science. Dude, listen, listen. I am. I've been doing this for 17 years. Sure. I know what I'm doing. I can. It, it annoys my wife. I like to fall asleep watching TV, but I don't have to. And she knows this. And she does not like the TV on. And so... um and so I annoy her because I want it on. And she's like, you don't even need it on. You'll fall asleep whether it's on or not. <laughs> and then the, she's stuck with it on. And then, and yeah. you're and then there there have been so many times where I turn something on. I'm just, oh, I'm going to watch this just for a few minutes. And I'll fall asleep in like 30 seconds. And then like in the morning, you know, wake up, getting ready or whatever. I'm like, yeah, did you sleep all last night? She's like, I stayed up for like three hours because I watched that thing, you know. <laughs> I was like, why'd you watch it? Why you turn? Well, because I was interested in it, you know. That's funny. That's not the way it works for me. So I fall asleep no matter what. So usually uh, nothing will be on as I fall asleep because she doesn't, she doesn't care for that. Um, the, the movie that I found that puts me to sleep the best, I think the best going to sleep movie is Interstellar. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. It's real quiet. Slow moving. Really slow moving, you know. Um, that's a really good one. Yeah. You know what movie I really... The, the other reason why I like that, hour and 70 minutes. Yeah. So it's almost three hours. Mm-hmm. In that same category, The Hobbit, it's 180 minutes. It's exactly three hours. Oof, I hate The Hobbit. The Hobbit movie makes me angry, like physically Listen, angry. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. But... But, but it's a three-hour movie. So that's my Sunday afternoon nap movie. So when I come home from church, I got stuff to do that evening, and I just want to sleep for three hours, and that's uh-huh. it. So towards the end of that movie, it gets really loud. And it wakes you up. And it wakes me up. Hmm. But it's continuous thing the whole time. Yeah. And I know, listen, that's also different. Listen. I am. You're making noises at me. You're making <laughs> facial noises at me. I'm reading the expressions on your face. I don't like it. I know that's contrary to what I just said. Because what you heard me say a couple minutes ago is mm-hmm. I cycle through TV with yeah. commercials. Mm-hmm. That's long-term sleep. Right. You see, that's different than nap sleep. Mm. The nap sleep, 
I need to be able to sleep for about an hour and a half and then start to wake up. Yeah. I can't sleep all night. So I need that to get louder and more aggressive and more Mm. crazy. Right. Which is why Interstellar just kind of flatlined the whole time. Sure. That'll put me out all night, maybe. The best thing to nap to, and it's not even close, is the Masters. Oh. Because they don't go to commercial break in the Masters. So there's not going to be a random loud commercial. It's just six hours straight of golf. Whispering, Jim Nance, golf. It's tremendous. You know, I also fall asleep with soccer on my tablet. Yeah. Because it's so small, I can't mm. even see what's happening, honestly. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm just, it's almost like a cat watching a ping pong ball back yeah. and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, my eyes are just shifting and I can't really tell what's happening. Hmm. And... Okay, now tell me this audio. Yeah. Is, do you have a method to listen to audio that doesn't bother your wife? So, like, can you, I've, I've done multiple things throughout the years. Okay. Um, currently when I have my tablet on, I put in headphones. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. But then I'm stuck with this like wired headphone. Right. Yeah. And I hate that cause then it's got to come undone and yeah. I don't want something that's like super tight or super loose. I want to be able to kind of roll with it a little bit, move. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Well, that's the thing is like, I just don't, I just end up shutting the TV off. So like you set the sleeper on the TV? yeah I set a sleep timer and I'll set the sleep timer for like fifteen minutes because that's all I need I usually fall asleep in like two minutes so um so I'll set the sleep timer for fifteen minutes and and then that's like a compromise because then at least she'll go to sleep in fifteen minutes you know and uh, and usually she prefers like a nature documentary I don't care what it is like Planet Earth Planet Earth is great come on to fall asleep too mm-hmm. do you do Planet Earth two or one um, it depends the best things are the water things because you get that constant like water underwater sound oh, yeah. I'm like I'm almost falling asleep right now just making that sound so um, yeah so it's a sleep timer I, you know what I wish a, the TV had as a function was a fall asleep timer where it progressively got dimmer and dimmer the light and the 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 sound got softer and you could say i want it to happen i want to go from on to off in five minutes i want to go on from on to off in an hour or four hours or four hours or whatever and it just goes oh my gosh gets a little bit dimmer this been done a little bit quieter this is like the best thing i've ever heard of because it's more than just a sleep timer it just doesn't shut off because there have been a couple times where the sleep timer woke me up because it's a sudden because it's just it's like all of a sudden light off sound off and it like it kind of startles me awake you know this Honestly, is better this is the best thing i've ever heard this of. might be the greatest idea i've ever had it really is mm-hmm. i would invest highly into us so this absolutely should be like an apple tv app or like right. a, a setting on there right mm-hmm. yeah the, it will you just tell it how long you want it to trail off now we'll say this on our samsung tv there is a button on there that you can trigger the screen mode yeah, and most TVs have this, but sure, like dynamic, standard, whatever. Yeah, we have a movie setting, mm-hmm. and I've actually made it as dark as I can make it. Right. So we trigger movie setting when we go to bed at night. It's mm-hmm. as dark as you can get it. Right. Now, what's really great is Star Wars Episode Five, because when it starts off, it's on Hoth and it's everything's white and bright. Empire Strikes Back. 
What did I say? Well, you said episode five, and I was just trying to... Oh. I was just working my brain. Which yeah. one's episode five? Yeah, episode okay. five, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So it starts off on Hoth, and everything's white and bright. Yeah, very bright. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they go to Endor, and it's dark. Mm, yeah. And so there's a transition about 15, 20 minutes in where it goes from bright to dark. Mm-hmm. And it's easy on your eyes. So it's almost... Hmm. The movie does it by itself. Right, yeah. Um, but I totally get what you're saying with that. It's a great idea. I haven't thought about it until this moment, but... Now that I have somebody, can we totally possible? Somebody can do that. I mean, the technology exists. Oh, there's no doubt it exists. I'm just wondering how can Love Road Radio get credit from it? I have no idea, but it's a great idea. Of all the people that listen to the show, yeah, is there anybody off the top of your head that, like, if this guy could talk to that guy, then we could probably make it happen? I mean, you know, they say you're only like seven steps away from Michael Keaton at any point, so or wait a minute, Kevin Bacon. Well, probably Michael Keaton, too. Probably Michael, probably Michael Keaton, too. I mean, at the very least, eight, because, you know, if you're seven Kevin from... Bacon Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, there you go. On. What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know who we can talk to to make this happen, but it needs to happen. And I want this function for my own TV. I feel like it'd be an, it'd be an easier thing for a smart TV device. Yeah. A Roku or an mm-hmm. Apple TV or even an Xbox setting, right? Yeah. Because it's guess. an app setting. Mm-hmm. But it's controlling the volume and the brightness of your television. It's really a television function. Works. It's not well, just... Well, see, on my Ruka remote, my volume controls. Okay. So I don't know how that works. I don't know how... I. All of this is beyond me. I just want somebody to make it happen so I can buy the TV. Take my money. That's what I'm saying. I, I actually want the credit for it. I want the money from it. Yeah, that's true. And the TV. Okay. Well, there you go. So you have only slept 45 minutes in the last 36 hours. Yeah, so this is thing number one, by the way. Okay. We have a new format, three and three. Three and three. This is episode 5.2. Season five, episode two. New format, three and three. Then we do a Mount Rushmore. Then we do Netflix Suggestion of the Week, and, and we're out. It. 40 we're minutes out. at the most. Okay, so this week's going to be a little bit different. Okay. And thing number one will dictate things two and three. Oh. For me. Like okay. there's there's a flow to this. Mm, so thing like number one, the lady from the Geico commercials. Flow. No, I didn't know where you're going with that. That's her name. No, I understand. That's like uh, of all the most annoying people. On you don't TV, like her. She's the worst. I think I, she's kind of funny. No. She's yeah. The yes, worst. I do. I hate her. Okay. Would you rather if you could get rid of either Flow or the Geico Gecko? Who would you? Rather I like get rid both of? of those things. You have to get rid of one. <sighs> like the like the, that actress dies. Either the gecko dies or Flo dies. <laughs> I guess the gecko, you know, because I mean, everybody's gonna die eventually. I like the gecko. Do you like the gecko? I actually do like the gecko. So for me, it's easy. Flo's <laughs> gone. I yeah, Sophie's choice. Flip a coin. I like both of them. Okay. You can't make me choose. That's fine. Put the gun down. Listen, listen. Thing number one. Yeah. Thing number one. Yes. This is the reason why I slept 45 minutes. Because? I took a group of kids Bigfoot hunting. I say group of kids. It was a church group of kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you can just randomly find some street I, youths and yeah, you know, was just pick them up in, at a van. In and, a creeper van. Yeah. Uh, down, you know, downtown Marion. And just picking up random kids that any anybody want to go Bigfoot hunting with me. No, my my daughter and my son and and some of their friends from church and some other people that went with us. Uh, we went down to Wayne National Forest, mm-hmm. and uh, down in Wayne National Forest. I don't know if this is in every national forest, but at least in Wayne National Forest, you can primitive camp 
anywhere. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. You just find a spot. Yeah. And uh, so this is fun for me because I don't like to go to like your campgrounds where you're like neighbors. I know. I don't like, like that You can reach either. out and touch the I people beside that. of you. Mm-hmm. It's not camping. It's such a crapshoot too. I don't even know what that is. It's yeah. not camping. It's sleeping outside. Yeah. With mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. Like strangers. It's not camping. It's, it's not camping. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm with you. So Wayne National Forest, we drive down there and there's a trailhead called Old Stone Church Trailhead. Okay. And... uh Apparently, apparently there's a there's a really old, like falling apart stone church, mm-hmm. like from like late 1700s. Okay, is when it was like built. Yeah, we actually found this old stone church. It's sitting in right beside of a cemetery, which mm-hmm. I didn't even know the cemetery was there, but we found it, and it's like buried. You can't even find it on a map. You can find the trailhead, but they don't really mark where the church, the old stone church is. Yeah. You kind of discover it if you look hard enough. Right. We discovered it along with this old creepy cemetery that had graves that were like people born in the 1700s, died in the 1800s. And it was like turn of the century, like two centuries ago. Um, I think the last person in the graveyard that we looked died in like 1853 or something. Yeah. Which is what, like Civil War times? Sure. I mean, it's old. Yeah. And these gravestones are ancient. I, I mean, it's just really, really old. The stone church was falling apart. It was like a brick wall. It wasn't mm-hmm. even a church. Yeah. A couple of brick walls or stone walls. Stone church. We camp. We set up. As soon as we set up camp. Yeah. I'm getting ready to turn on the Ohio State football game on the radio. Okay. We were within radio distance. That's being nice. Being able to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got hit by a massive storm yeah a massive right. storm yeah and my windows were down on the van and i was parked a couple miles away from the camp where we were camping yikes so all the kids jump in their tents mm-hmm. um, the two adult leaders i had with me helpers um, they hopped in their hammocks and they had like tarps over top of them mm-hmm. my hammock was exposed mm. i take off towards my van because i don't want my van to get destroyed no you don't i get my van i finally get my windows up Everything's soaked, and I ride it out in the van as the storm goes whipping through. I go back to the campground, or you know where we're camping, and everything I have is soaked wet. Mm. I mean, just sopping. Yeah. So it got down to about sixty-four degrees last night, mm. and um, cold and wet. It's a bad combination. It's an when awful you're trying combination. To sleep. I couldn't do it. I couldn't mm-hmm. sleep. Yeah. So I'm laying down. I'm laying down, and around three in the morning. I'm shivering. Mm-hmm. I'm freezing cold, and we see some like flashlights. Whoa! Off in the distance. Yikes! And to get to the stone church, there's a little hill you got to climb up. Yeah. And me and the guy that you know we're we're both helping out. He's the same age as I am. We hear the voice of what it sounds like teenagers. I mean, young people. Mm-hmm. And we see these flashlights, and they're walk walking up towards this graveyard at three in the morning. Yeah. And. Now I'm like being responsible for all these teenagers that sure. I brought. Adrenaline's kicking in. The at this adrenaline point. has mm-hmm. kicked in at this point. Yeah. So I hop out of my hammock. He hops out of his. I have a shovel. Um, he has. <laughs> <laughs> he has. He has a gun. He also has a knife. Um, I mean, we're in the forest. Sure. There's wild animals Completely and bears. Completely reasonable. And we're actually Bigfoot hunting. Yeah. So if Bigfoot shows up, you're gonna have to shoot him. We're gonna have gonna to just, shoot. You're him. not gonna just take a picture of him. That's right. And. uh you know, we're not actively, you know, just trying to take pop shots at people, but you know, safety safety's a thing. Sure. 
And uh, we don't know who's rolling up at us three in the morning. Mm-hmm. We walk all the way down there, and which was a good mile and a half, kind of split the difference. We were going to kind of cut them off. As they come up over the edge a little bit, they saw the van. Oh. Now, the van's not even close to where we're camped. Right. But they saw the van from a distance. Yeah. And they start freaking out. They said, what's a van doing up here? Ooh. Obviously, they had been here before. Sure. And they started freaking out. Yeah. So they turned around and went back to their car. Really? Yeah. And they didn't even come up next What were to they us. planning on doing? See, I think they were getting ready to vandalize the graveyard. Oh. Because this is how the story continues. They hop in this car and they take off down this gravel road. Yeah. We stand there for another minute and a half, two or three minutes, just waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah. They do this loop and they come back through down this gravel path and they stop at two or three points on this trail. And I keep on thinking, like, what are they doing? Yeah. We go back down the next morning in the daylight and there's these old oil wells that they tagged with spray paint. Ah. So I think they're getting ready to tag this graveyard. Right. So we actually did that community Civil service. service. That's absolutely. absolutely right. So what I'm saying is this. You're tired. I am exhausted. Between yeah. the freezing cold temperatures, being wet, and the adrenaline rush at 3 in the morning having to protect a bunch of you know, kids that we brought Bigfoot hunting. Yeah. Um, it was awful. Yeah. And we didn't even hear or see Bigfoot. Now, last year I took a group of kids, mm-hmm. and no joke, we heard a deep growl yeah it was not us and there's nobody else around i mean we were out in wayne national forest in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere yeah and we saw a look like a footprint five toes and a a, a shaped foot pretty good size mm-hmm. down by a creek bed and it was cold out hmm. and there's nobody walking barefoot there and there was no people around it's just the strangest thing we got a picture of it so i don't know if it was bigfoot but there was evidence we found a footprint and we heard deep growling. I was uh, with some friends who are friends with you on Facebook on Saturday when you were going to do that, and you had posted, you know, Bigfoot hunting with yeah. you know the the group. And um, Eric and I are having pizza with them, and they asked me. They said, "Does your brother really believe in Bigfoot? Like, real? Does honestly? Does he like? Tell me the truth. Does he really believe in Bigfoot?" And Erica pipes in. She's like, "No, he doesn't really believe in Bigfoot." I was like, "Um." No, I think he does. And she's like, no, he doesn't. He's just doing that. It's just, you know, he, he just, I'm like, no, he, he really, like, people need to understand this is, like, you really do. Yeah, no, I, I really do. I think on a scale of one to ten. Yeah. Ten being he is real. Yeah. And one is he's fake. Yeah. I would say most of society, most of culture is probably a one, maybe a two. Right. Like, maybe he's out there, but he's not out there. Yeah. I'm a ten. Maybe a nine. <laughs> You're like a 9.9. Listen, I don't know he's out there. I've never seen him. Sure. So I, I can't say, I guess I can't say I'm a 10. But the evidence I, is pretty overwhelming. Listen, I don't need to see him to know that he's real. Mm-hmm. You don't need to see the dark side of the moon to know that it exists. That's absolutely, I've never actually seen the backside of the moon. But you know there is one I there. I know there is a backside mm-hmm. of the moon. Yeah. Right? Right. The evidence is all around. Mm-hmm. You don't have to see the thing. Mm. Like, you can't see gravity. Right. Right? But you see the effects of gravity. You don't see the wind, but you see the effects of the wind. <laughs> um, Yeah. No, I absolutely believe So, I guess my worst part about this weekend, I mean, all that was bad. It was fun. I mean, you know, we sat around the campfire. And sure. Goofed yeah. off and stuff like that. But uh, the worst part about the weekend, well, two two things, I guess. One is I got zero sports in. 
Yeah. So no football, no base playoff baseball, no soccer. I mean, I got nothing. Yeah. So I don't even know what I'm going to talk about tonight. That's fine. But, um, the worst part, other than that, I made coffee this morning. Okay. So I didn't sleep last night. I, I mean, 45 minutes, maybe. Maybe right. from about 4 o'clock to about 4.45 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then I woke up at 4.45 in the morning because I'm freezing cold still. And you're awake. You're and like, I'm I awake. something and I'm, hot to drink. Yeah. So I go over to – I brought a kettle. And I go over to the, our fire pit, and I start fanning it up. I start throwing wood on it to get a good fire going. Mm-hmm. I get my kettle on there. I start making hot water about 5 in the morning, maybe 5.30. And uh, I'm going to make some coffee. Uh, I, uh, I bought instant coffee for the first time. Mm-hmm. I've never had instant coffee. Now I knew it existed and I've seen it on the shelf. Yeah. And in theory, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. The reality is instant coffee is garbage. It's not coffee. No, it's, whatever it is, it's not coffee. It's not coffee. It's coffee flavored. It slightly resembled coffee. Yeah. And I think it had some caffeine in it because I felt a little buzz after drinking it. Mm-hmm. It kind of smelled like coffee, but it was like, it was, it was awful. You get yourself a percolator. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them, I've used them, but it's the perfect coffee uh, device for camping. I don't own one, I owned a kettle. Yeah. And so it made sense for me to try instant coffee. Well, now you know. Listen, I'll never do it again. Just do. You could just do a pour over, like, for one cup. I, here's the problem: is I everything I have requires cleaning, or I was just trying to be easy. 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 Well, I mean, you could just get just get a funnel and a coffee filter, put the coffee filter in the funnel, and just slowly pour over. I understand the concept of well, that's no cleanup. It's then you just, I gotta do something with. I guess I could throw it all in the fire, right? But yeah, just throw it in the fire. Then I have to have there a it funnel. Is. Oh, okay, all right. You're right. It's ridiculous. I don't have to have a funnel for instant coffee. There is I mean, no the better of- time to drink coffee though when you're camping. That's oh. the best coffee drinking that there is when it's cold outside. It's brisk. It's perfect. I will say this: I had a stainless steel. Mm, cup yeah that's exciting stainless steel cup hot coffee off the fire mm-hmm. when you could see your breath oh. you know it's early in the morning yes. you're kind of by the fire it's there's no better coffee drinking experience it's the best the coffee doesn't have to be great in that environment now i will say this i have a like a thermos like one mm. of those triple wall yeah i don't know what they i don't know mm-hmm. what's stanley is that a thermos stanley is the thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i have a stanley thermos I, yeah. i've had it for 20 years. It's awesome. Yeah. We stopped at a gas station before we got into the forest, mm-hmm. and I put the hottest coffee I could find in there. And I sealed it up nice and tight. And so I had that coffee. Uh, that was my go-to coffee before I went to the instant coffee. And it, it that coffee was excellent. Right. And that was enough. So yeah. I did have my positive coffee well, experience. But happy. then I immediately had the negative experience of the instant mm. coffee. So uh, that's my thing, number one. I went Bigfoot hunting. Um, I do believe Bigfoot's real. Never mm. seen him. That's, that's legitimate. That's you're what not, I'm looking for. You're not putting it on. I'm really not screwing around when I say that. I honestly believe that. Did you know a former Department of Defense uh, guy just came out and basically acknowledged the existence of UFOs? I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah. Well, this. I mean, this guy's like a legit dude. You know. Yeah. Well, the the the, the um, Department of Defense for England. 
he's he's been up for years. Nick Pope, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. For years, he's been out and saying that it's a cover up. What's this guy's name? Um, he's a up? former manager of the DoD Aerospace. Uh, he says the quote UFOs are real. Uh, oh gosh, I'd have to read the whole article and find it's his name fine. again. But, I believe uh, that too. Yeah, I mean, stuff is out there that we don't understand and that we there can't explain. There's no doubt. There's unidentified flying objects. It'd be hard to deny. You don't have to identify what they are because, by definition alone, they're unidentified. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my number one thing, my first thing is uh, they did it, Jason, or Hugh Jackson finally did it. The Browns won on Sunday. Wow. Overtime against the Ravens at home. It's the Browns' first NFC North victory since 2015. Oh, my gosh. That's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Is it a good time to get on the... Is it too late to jump on the Cleveland Browns bandwagon for people? For this like, year? Yeah. Do you feel like the bandwagon, there's still room on it? Oh, there's a lot of room on there's it. There's still room on the... But now's the time to get on, right? Because the Browns are If you are don't just, get on now, you are not allowed to get on like next year. Right. Like... Listen, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Playoffs? Playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Next year, they, they could be a playoff team. Do you bring on our new coach next year? No. You just stick with Hugh? Yeah. What if you can get Hugh Jackman? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think they ought to co-coach. Yeah. I absolutely think so. And, I mean, as long as Hugh Jackman can dress like the Wolverine on the sideline. I did see. No, listen, that's a given. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's not going to be Hugh Jackman. He's going to be Wolverine coaching. Yeah, I'm not interested in the Cirque du Soleil. What's, what's that movie? The know. circus uh, musical thing. Now, did you see the quotes? There's been many recent quotes lately comparing Mayfield to John Elway. Whatever. Baker Mayfield is not great. He's fine. He's won two football games. The Browns haven't won in years, and he's won two this year. And okay. he has even he's just he just started. I know you're a Baker guy. I'm telling you three years from now, he's not even playing on a team. History says that you are correct. Yes. But what? But the future because he planted history. a flag at no. Ohio Stadium just makes you think that he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. That's Listen, part I of like it. his moxie, first mm-hmm. of all. Okay. It's great. But you it's do, far beyond You that. are a big fan of Moxie. Moxie's my You've favorite I've always thing. been a big fan of Moxie. I've always been a big fan of Moxie. I love Moxie. Moxie's the best. Moxie's great. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm like neutral Okay, on, on a scale of 1 to 10, Moxie is like, come on, 10 How? is Moxie, and 1's not Moxie. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying now. Like, the character traits in someone you want as a quarterback. Okay. Okay. All right, the character traits you want. So Moxie is like, I got to have a 10 Moxie. Yeah, for me, Moxie trumps skill all day. Who's the greatest quarterback with the least amount of Moxie? That's a good question. See, like Joe Namath, Moxie. Now, in actuality, he wasn't really that great of a quarterback. He's a, he's a I, mm-hmm. but the but, Moxie is what made him legendary. Yes, so, yeah, that's a good question. What's I, the greatest quarterback with the least amount of moxie? I, I feel like Joe Flacco has very little moxie, and he won a Super Bowl. Not a lot of moxie in Joe Flacco. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. But moxie isn't everything. No, moxie is not everything. Because Manziel's got moxie 
coming out as Conor McGregor has moxie, and yeah. he just got and ripped. He got, he got beat up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I do, uh, I'm trying to think of a of a low moxie quarterback that was very good. Steve Young. Uh, Steve Young had some moxie. He threw himself a touchdown. <laughs> you don't do that without moxie. Gosh, I don't even know. I guess it was Warren Moon pretty calm. Yeah, I think calm Warren Moon maybe didn't have a lot of moxie, but the he way he played though was like really spreading the ball. I think maybe Phil Sims not a lot of moxie there. He's a pretty good quarterback. Now Kirk Cousins, lots of moxie. Come on, what are we talking about? He's dripping with moxie. I like moxie. Of all the quarterbacks to have in a quarterback, mm. give me moxie above anything else. Of all the traits to have in a quarterback. Yeah. What's your number one trait in a quarterback? Probably throwing. <laughs> but I'm, you know, old school. You know, that part where they move the ball forward. <laughs> yeah, but th- yeah, that's just me. All right, Jason, what's your second thing? Oh, gosh. My, I mean, my well, first thing first was... first thing was done and uh, over with. Well, just as fast as the Browns' season will be. <laughs> um. A couple of days ago, thing number two. Okay. A couple of days ago. I well, first of all, I'll say this. This has never happened to me. Okay. My account has gotten hacked. Your Facebook account? My Facebook. How'd you know it's my Facebook account? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so you might have been on a computer at one point that uh I have access to, uh-huh. and I might have turned said computer on, seen that you were logged in on Facebook, and thought to myself, how can I play this to my advantage? So, yes, I updated your status as, look, Bron James is the greatest plant, or greatest <laughs> greatest basketball player to ever walk on the planet. At which point, my Facebook blew up. I mean, my Facebook doesn't get a lot of attention. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like a normal guy. Yeah. You know, whatever. Right. But the moment that happened, my Facebook was blowing up. Yeah. I was like in a very important meeting with a guy. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting right here in this chair, actually. <laughs> and I was in a very important... My phone starts flashing and beeping over yeah. the next two or three hours. Yeah. Because people just People are blowing it up. going insane. People are texting mm-hmm. me. And, Is like, this just, real? Yeah. Like, are you okay? Are you having a stroke? You know, like yeah. they're concerned about you. Most people who know me, mm-hmm. who know me right they knew i got hacked yeah first of all i hate the word hacked mm-hmm. because i didn't get hacked nobody hacked my account yeah i was signed in yeah i forgot to sign out so so and then of course it it um led to a lebron versus michael jordan discussion as does half of my life right on your on the i don't know comment section on yeah. that uh on that post and a friend of the show steve denunzio obviously all in on the um LeBron. LeBron aside. And then another friend of yours, very anti-LeBron. Who's that? Bud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, seems to hate LeBron. Yes. Bud and I share the same... Uh... And I am going to say this. And I don't need you to agree with me. Because I know I'm right. Okay? Agree with me or don't... It doesn't matter. I don't agree with you. I know I'm right. If LeBron James was an was if all of the basketball was exactly the same and he had never done anything different on a basketball court than what he's done already, right? All of that being exactly the same, except he was an outspoken conservative Trump supporter, you know, like very anti-liberal 
kind of a guy, both of you would call him the greatest quarterback or greatest basketball player ever. I have no doubt in my mind that that fact is true. Well, that would change who he is. So, see, one of my negatives. So, you're saying if he was, he'd be, he would be, it would affect his basketball. Yeah. If he was absolutely. a conservative. See, right now, liberalism mm-hmm. is a mental disease. We are the only conservative sports talk radio. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, if you're liberal, it's a mental disease, it's a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. You are broken in the head. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why he misses his free throws. Mm-hmm. He's broken in the head. He's mentally weak, which is why he's a liberal. If he was a conservative, mm-hmm. he would be a strong thinker, <laughs> a strong independent thinker. And so he conservatives would be, don't miss free throws. That's your stance. Listen, I'm saying if LeBron James, mm-hmm. LeBron James, LeBron James, if LeBron James, LeBron James, if he was a conservative. Mm-hmm. It would show that he is um, going against the grain, right? Because the most of the NBA is liberal. How many percentage points are we talking about on first free throws? 8%. <laughs> so he shoots like 72% career. So confidently. He shoots 72% in his career. He would easily, easily be an 80% free throw shooter if he had voted for Donald Trump. That's fine. I said I don't need you to, Listen, to agree with Donald me. Donald Trump is making America great again. Listen, the NFL is already far better this year mm-hmm. than it was last year. Sure, whatever. That's and I'm I'm not trying this to make, year. Yeah, this year the NBA. You're diverting the argument. No, this year mm-hmm. Donald Trump is making the NBA better too. How? He's making America great again. NBA's <laughs> National Basketball Association. It's mm-hmm. part of the nation, Dan. Okay, all right. All I'm saying is I'm right. If LeBron James, yeah, because he'd all- be better. <laughs> no. You are right. I'm not disagreeing no. with you. A whole, I would wholeheartedly agree You're hurt. You. Hurt I'm people hurt. hurt people. You're hurt, Jason. Forgive and forget. Move on. LeBron James didn't do it to you. I forgive. I will never forget. <laughs> yeah, I would say I feel bad about that, but it was one of the greatest things that I've done recently. So, All right. Um, so, does, that, uh, does that trump what I did to you a couple years ago? Um, no. I still need to get you back for that. <laughs> Should we tell what you did? See, I, I, I want to use a little some code language. Because we are a family. Family friendly. You can listen to this in the car when you drive your kids to Absolutely. school. Absolutely. So um, years ago, you left yourself signed in on Netflix. Yes. This was back in the days where this you could get. DVD Netflix. This I was, was gonna pre-streaming. Say yeah, yeah. Before the internet. Like mm-hmm. you had to get the DVD shipped to your house. Right. And uh, you left yourself logged on a computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were actually living in Montana at the time. Right. And you had logged in at my parents' house. Right. Our parents' house. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed this mm-hmm. two or three weeks after you left. Right. I took advantage of it six months later because I didn't want it to tie yeah. to me. Right. Because I thought, if I do this right away, he's going to realize mm-hmm. that he left himself logged on a computer. Mm-hmm. If I wait six months, he'll forget. He'll never figure this out. Yeah. Waited six months. I found some um, uh, DVDs that would be appropriate to the LGBTQ community. It was a promotional video for vacations that one could take if one were a male in that community. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I sent that DVD to your house. Yes, you did. And I opened it up. Well, I don't know if people can understand, first of all. How long have you who, been married at this point, first of all? Oh, um, well, let's see. Seven I mean, years, Yeah, maybe? I mean, f- 
you know. As my guess is listen, seven, eight years. It was still in the balance. We didn't know if this was going to pull through at so, this point. So first of all, let me say this. If you're listening to this and you never experienced the joy of giving getting a Netflix DVD in the mail, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a short window of my life. It's for like, like a Christmas. year or two, yeah. but it's tremendous. The yeah. next DVD comes, it's awesome. It's very exciting. Yes. And so, uh, you didn't even know which it was because you you'd put it up in a queue and they would send you the one that was available right. to them. Yeah. So, so it was kind of a surprise. It was exciting. It was great. So I open up my mailbox and I see that I have the red envelope. Right. Yeah. The red envelope. It's a Netflix movie. I couldn't be more excited. I open it up and um, it's what you explained. And. I'm irate. I'm like angry. I call Netflix and I chew them out. And and I'm like, I can't believe this happened. This is awful. This is horrible. I didn't order this. You know, how could you do this? You know, and, um, you know, they're prolific in their apologies. They feel very bad. And as I'm chewing them out about, and that's not me, by the way. I never do anything like that. But I, I'm, I'm upset. Yeah. First of all, that I didn't get any of my movies, but that that's the thing they would send to me, you know? Now, did you open it or your wife? Gay Getaways Volume 2. That's what it was called. Gay Getaway Volume 2. It was a happy yeah. getaway. So, I yeah, I told Erica about it. You know, I was like, look at this. This is horrible. So, um, <laughs> but as I am chewing them out, I'm about two minutes into it. And as I'm talking and I say something like, how could this happen? You know, something like this. Yeah. It dawns on me how it happened yeah. and i don't know how you did it but somehow you are behind this you know <laughs> so anyway i get off the phone i think they gave me like a free month or something like that i yeah. think they comped me a month or something like that and i get off the phone and i and i hang up the phone and i think to myself this was jason like i don't know how he did this but he did this yeah. somehow so i call you immediately and when you apparently saw that it was me when you pick up the phone you're laughing like as you pick up the phone yeah. you're like how did you figure it out <laughs> i was like you <laughs> jerk so no me saying lebron james is the greatest quarter or i'm sorry basketball player that's ever lived uh does not trump what you did to me and someday i will get you back it was pretty great yeah well i mean to me that's an eye for an eye <laughs> I was logged in. You uh -huh. did something. Yeah. You were logged in. I did something. Okay. That's we're even. Okay. Even. Now we'll say I have a couple other pranks I've done. Mm hmm Pretty good. Yeah. One, uh, this was I was just in a guy's car one time. Jad. No. Oh. Well, that's a different one, but uh on Jad's car. I mean, so a lot of people the show know Jad mm -hmm. in some degree. Sure. You know, fair chunk of people actually. Sure. Um, you know, he's a public figure in mm -hmm. some degree. Uh, put a bumper sticker on his car said, my heart belongs to a truck driver. <laughs> it was like all sparkly and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was great. Anyways, you never told that, him. No, I way. never. I just, I don't know if I still ever <laughs> did tell him. I think he knows. I hope he. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Okay. Um, it was one of the best things I ever did. Uh, I actually forgot about that. So one that I did, uh, I was in someone's car one time and they had a brand new, uh, stereo okay and this was like in the transition of like smart stereos that had like words on the screen sure because like back in the day it was just like yeah. a, a dial right right so i'm just playing around on the radio just looking through the different settings because i like looking at settings i don't know why it's just something weird that i do and i found a setting where i could change a language mm -hmm. i changed it to spanish yeah and i didn't tell him i yeah. shut the radio off yeah and he could not figure it out. And this yeah. guy, I'll tell you what it is later. 
his pride was so great that he uh, he did not tell anybody. Now, he knows me, and I worked with this guy, and he easily could have said, hey, um, could you take a look at my radio? I can't figure it out. Uh-huh. No, he took it to the dealership. Really? And said, something's wrong with my radio. Can yeah. you guys fix it? He didn't, we, he didn't want to talk to me. Matt it was Neff. great. No. Okay. Um, pretty great. Yeah. One more. I did it to the same person. Okay. Uh, I, uh, about two o'clock in the morning, couldn't go to sleep, Uh huh. watching TV, and I noticed a uh, hair club for men commercial come up. <laughs> so if you would like information, call 1-800, you know, yeah. hair club for men or whatever mm-hmm. it is. This will be fun. So you send it to him? I send it to him. Is I sent this Jason him... Westbrook? No. Okay. I sent him the package. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his wife opens the mail. Oh, right. And she goes, honey, is there something you need to tell me? Because he is kind of balding a little bit, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. He's like, I didn't do that. She's like, it has your name on it. <laughs> and they argued back and forth. It was pretty great. So, oh. you know, I mean, I'm just, That's I just enjoy the way you that. think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't actively look to do these things, yeah. but when I see an opportunity, I take it's it. It's hard not to take it. It's hard not to take it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, my second thing of the day is, um, it's, a, it's a very little thing, but it's just, it's a bit of a public service announcement. Um, just, just leave the refs alone at the games. I was at my son's high school soccer game the other day. He played great, got an assist, and played great varsity minutes. Like It was the best game I've ever seen him play, soccer. It was a lot of fun. He got this great assist. It was a really good game. And there's this dad there. He's yelling at the refs the whole time. Won't stop yelling at the refs. And appears to not understand the basic, some of the basic rules about offsides and stuff like that. Right. And is very happy to explain to everybody what's going on and what the ref should be doing. And he knows a couple of rules, just enough to be dangerous. And it just made him look so stupid. And I think, I don't know, and he's like turning around talking to people. And it was just really, really obnoxious. And this is just my public service, public service announcement to say, just don't do that. It's really difficult. Being a ref is a really difficult job. Did you say anything to him? No, I didn't. That's the difference between you and me. Yeah, I know you. I would have said something. It was. It was. It was getting out of control. Now, I. I understand a little bit of. Whoa, hey, you know, like, you know, you know. Now, listen, I will also yell at refs. Yeah, but it's. Uh, it's if only they deserve it. Right. Like, well, this guy feels like everybody deserves it, and he's like. You know, and he even made some kind of statement. He's like, "Hey, if I was doing something wrong in my job, I'd expect somebody to yell at me." I'm like, "Whatever." I would have yelled at him right there. Yeah, I I would yeah. have used that mm-hmm. opportunity. You've opened up a door yeah. for me to yell at you because you know what? You're being that guy. You're being that guy. You're being that guy. I know. Don't be that guy. He and he, I would have. And he's I would happy to listen, be that guy. I would have made him feel so stupid. Yeah. And so little. Well, I wish you in were front there. Of everybody. I would have. You want to come to Levi's next soccer yeah, game? Yeah. Is he on? Is he one of the parents on your team? Uh huh. I will do it. Yeah. I'm dead serious. Please. I'm going to. It do would it. make me happy. Is there like a big rivalry game coming up? I think the River Valley game might be coming up pretty soon. That's a big one. I'll do that. The River Valley and Pleasant soccer teams do yeah. not like each other. Um. Yeah. I'll wear a shirt that says um, Owings on the back. Because, mm-hmm. you know, your son. Mm-hmm. And then that way, you yeah. know, if there's ever any future confrontation, sure. they'll know, you know, what family that came also from. Also, the name of the coach. <laughs> 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 I didn't think about that. That's even so, better. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's sports related, but it's just, it was, it's been bothering me. And so I just wanted to say. Well, listen, for the record, sports related or not, the mm-hmm. three and three is whatever we feel like talking about. Sure. Yeah. Now, oftentimes it will be sports because mm-hmm. we both like sports. But sometimes it won't. 
There might be weeks we don't talk My about My third sports. thing is not sports related. What is I your third? I haven't talked about anything sports What yet. is your third thing? Is to do with what's on my head here. Glasses. I bought these glasses at Spectacles. The dollar store. Okay. They're reading glasses. They are reading glasses. It says plus two made in China. Uh, these are generic reading glasses. They just magnify everything times two. Now, it's only close up. It doesn't work far away. It'd be really cool if I could see things like binocular style twice as big from far away. Binocular style. It doesn't work that style. These are reading glasses. <laughs> um, I say that to say this. You're I've did, been reading. You've been reading. Like for real. So like I've gone 30, let's say I'm 39. Mm-hmm. So I've gone 39 years without reading. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'll read when I have to. Sure. I mean, there are things that you have to read in life. But now like, you're I've like, been doing fantasy football. You have to read to see sure. fantasy football, right? Sure, yeah. But I've been reading for not just necessity. Out of pleasure. For, out of pleasure. Out of enjoyment. And how are you liking it? It's great. <laughs> uh, you know, sure. people have been telling me for years. Yeah, reading. Yeah. Reading, like. A lot of people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, I never found the time for it. Mm-hmm. Been busy. I'd rather wait for the movie. Sure. Because, you know, a movie takes two hours. A book takes like two days. Sure. I mean, if you do it. Depending you know, on Depending on the movie it. and depending yeah. on the book. Sure. But, uh, a lot of movie pieces there. I find uh, I find it pleasurable. So you got a lot of catching up to do. A lot of there, books out there you have not there. read. Turns out there's a whole world of books out there. <laughs> Turns out there's a lot to read. There's a lot to read. Mm, okay. So, uh, you know, one book, this is a religious in nature book. Um, why are you looking at me that way? What's the I'm book? I'm allowed to read religious I don't know, books. I don't know the book that you're saying. The Craig Rochelle, Hope in the oh, Dark. Oh, Hope in the Dark. Hope in the Dark. I just read this book. Like, it sold out on Amazon and like... Three minutes. Yeah. Like when he first released it. And um, the, the basic principle is believing God is good when life isn't. Okay. And uh, it is a fabulous book. Okay. And uh, I know it might be basic to someone like you. Like you might be like, you might read that book and be like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't even know. Like, why did you even make me read this book? I'm sure it's a good book. You should read it. Listen, you don't get biceps like that. <laughs> by writing bad books. I think by writing good books allows him to get the big biceps. Exactly. Yeah. I don't the think the big... biceps cause the good book writing. I don't think anybody with weak biceps has ever written a good book. I'm just going to say that right now. There have ne- There's never been a good book written by somebody without good biceps. C.S. Lewis? <laughs> ripped you like you don't know he was always wearing, he was always wearing that suit coat but when he took it off swole yeah it's uh so i'm i'm in a whole new world right now okay there's i mean i what's your what's your uh what's your reading um ritual like how wh- where do you read do okay. you do like this is a big deal people uh, who don't enjoy reading, I think there are some simple things that you can do to enjoy it even more. What you're drinking, where you're sitting, what you're reading, the lighting, you know, the room. Do you play music on in the background? Do you need silence? There's there are a lot of different elements that can make reading even more enjoyable. So in a perfect scenario, mm-hmm. it would be exactly where we're sitting. Okay. This chair. Yeah. This coffee that I'm drinking. Yeah. Um, now, unfortunately, the lighting in this room is softer. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to see. Right. Hence the glasses. The glasses. And um, 
so I've, I've I've experimented with some lighting. There's a light beside of you yeah. on the floor there that is kind of a bright oh, sure. light. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it like puts some shadows and it's hard right. to place it. So um, I actually have a headlamp that I took camping with us. Snaps Boy, on my head. That is an shine, old man thing. It shines right, right down on the book and it's yeah. perfect. Okay. And uh, so that's that's how I'm reading right now. Music. Um, if I do music. It's got to be like so soft you can barely even hear it. Mm. Like just filler background where it's not like dead quiet. Um, now I can't. I have a serious hard time reading when the kids are awake. Yeah. So I can read at home when the kids are asleep. Um, but it's too when the kids are running around yelling and screaming. I can't focus. I'm reading a really good book right now called Armada. It's like uh, the last uh, Starfighter kind of a theme. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's a yeah. similar. In fact, they reference the last Starfighter a lot. It's written by the same guy that wrote uh, Ready Player One. You would like Ready Player. I don't know if you, I don't know what you would like because I don't know what you like to read. I've never read a book. You've so never you've never read, so it's hard for me to suggest things. But so yeah, I listen to music if I can when I read, and uh, I listen to it preferably as loud as I can. Really? Yeah. I mean, what With I love words to do or instrumental instrumental. It can't have words. Can have zero words. Has to be instrumental completely. Um, ideally I'll put on my Bose noise canceling headphones and play it so loud that like everything else is completely like gone and it's just the music and the book and it completely lets me focus on the book. Now I would consider putting in like those foam earplugs and completely silent silencing everything. Yeah. See, I, I really, I need the music. And for me, like what I found is I know it's strange. This is weird, but like so far my like maximum concentrating music like peak concentration music is the there's a band called survive uh who a couple of members of the band did the soundtrack for stranger things yeah so it's that kind of music you know like electronic kind of music i I understand it ultra focuses me i can i i read so well when i listen to that music and i'll listen to it for three or four hours like blaring like because the the whole thing about blaring is i i wanted to shut everything else out you know um so for me and my favorite maybe music to book reading experience that i ever had was i found a book about william wallace it was like a, a historical fiction book yeah so um it was uh it was it wasn't just the facts about him it was written like it was a story you know right. so following him around i read the william wallace book only while listening to the Braveheart yeah. soundtrack. I can so, see that. So the Braveheart soundtrack, and it was like so cool because there were a lot of times where like a battle scene would just, I'd luck into oh, yeah. like that, the right kind of music, you know? And it was just like, to Do me- you find yourself reading faster at that point? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now the book was, I like it was fine, but paired with the music, it was phenomenal. So sometimes I'll- pair a specific book with a specific kind of music if I can if I feel like you know I can make I can I can do that you know yeah like Lord of the Rings things like that but um yeah so for me music is and I know a lot of people aren't that way a lot of people they don't want they want absolute silence I get it but uh, for me I, I like the music so like here's the thing like I actually like reading some of the self-help you know some of the religious type of books yeah because like I feel like I'm getting something from it right right like I'm reading this with purpose sure not for enjoyment necessarily, but for um, value, like mm-hmm. improving upon myself, right? Yeah. Making myself a better person. Sure. Better father, better mm-hmm. parent, better whatever. Yeah. Um, I guess better parent, better father are the same thing. 
right? Okay. Better husband, mm-hmm. you know, any of that stuff. Sure. Better person in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recently, trying to read for pleasure is something that I've never done. Right. So, like, I, I started reading The Hobbit. Mm. And I'm, I don't know, a little bit into it. Okay. Uh, Decent-sized book, and I haven't had a whole lot of time set aside just to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually took it with me camping, but I just, it was too cold and wet. I mm. couldn't. It was right. awful. I, I had no, it was not an environment to read. Yeah. Um, and I find that fun, but I find myself um, having to tell myself I'm doing this for enjoyment. Hmm. Okay. Because I have to, it's the whole idea of like the whole experience of saying, I'm going to sit in this chair. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink some coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm shutting the door. Nobody's coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to read this and I'm going to enjoy it. Not that I'm forcing myself to enjoy it. I understand it, what you're saying. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my purpose. Right. Everything I, not everything I do, I, I find myself being more fulfilled in life mm-hmm. when there's purpose. Mm-hmm. If you just go through life with no purpose, you're just, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? You got to have purpose. Right. So the purpose of reading The Hobbit is? Enjoyment. Enjoyment. Listen, I'm probably doing it backwards. Everybody who's a reader loves the book way more than the movie. I mean, it's nobody, nobody, nobody says, oh, no, the movie's way better than the book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody says that. No. So most people read the book and then they watch a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm doing this backwards. But even as I do it backwards, there's things where I'm like, why didn't they say that? Uh-huh. Or why did they do it that way? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, The Hobbit makes me incensed. But I will say, if it's done right, it's kind of enjoyable to read, to watch the movie first. Because the book is so much more detailed. It's like you're getting in, it's like you're getting all of the uh, the pieces filled in, you know? Yeah. I've done it both ways. Like, um, I still haven't watched this movie, but I read The Revenant and loved it. Okay. Like really good book. I haven't watched the movie yet. You know, but I I am going to watch the movie. But there have been some other times where I watched the movie first and then read the book and reading the book like The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Well, right. I guess not The Hobbit, but The Lord of the Rings books was like that. And it was like filling in all of the gaps because the book the movies were done very well. Right. Now The Hobbit is I mean, it's like it makes me really mad. They made a lot of decisions that I I am not happy about. So The movie the movie, yeah. yeah, it's very upsetting to me. Yeah, well, I hope you get into it because there are a lot of books that I want to suggest to you. Well, I will say this: if it'd be a lot easier without kids, yes, the I age think that's of my kids. Part of my headphone thing, maybe. Well, see, your kids and my kids are different. Your older two are far more quiet and patient and like hide in their room for years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd be happy to do. I that. mean, your younger one is a little Sh- bit more be like, out and about, but yeah. yeah, my kids are crazy. Now, mm-hmm. my daughter, she'll hide away in her room for years at a time and never I'll never sure. see her. Yeah. You know, she'll sneak down mm-hmm. and get some food and go back up. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. That's right. great. Yeah. Uh, but my boys, there's no way. Right. If they see me, it's it's on. Right. I mean, something's got to happen right now. Right. Yeah. Right. I can't. I can't enjoy life like that. Mm-hmm. No, I enjoy life with them. Your boys are going to be upset at me tomorrow morning, by the way. Why? Well, you know, I've been driving them to school, and my wife and I, you know, we go you back take and forth. Turns. But uh, I've been doing it a lot lately, and um, we recently got a new vehicle that has a DVD player in it. Yes. So f- they love that. We watch movies like Teddy for the first like week. It's the movie car, you know, and he gets yeah. in, you know, he's real excited, 
And uh, so we put in the DVD Rise of the Guardians. Okay. And they hadn't seen it before. Yeah. And so they are like every single day all week, they're they watching like 15 another minutes. 15 minutes yeah. of it, you know. And uh, on Friday, it's like getting towards the end. Yeah. And they said it like, Gideon said it like five times before he got a car. It's like, don't, you know, like don't change the movie. You know what I mean? It, he wants to pick it up right where he left it off, you right. know. Well, then, you know, we had the full weekend and we took, we drove quite a bit this weekend and the kids wanted to watch Star Wars when they were on their way to Columbus or yeah. back, you know, I was like, you, the boys are not going to be happy with me because I'm going to put the movie in. It's not even the same movie. It's like Star Wars now, you know, not the movie that they were watching. So we got to find a way to queue it up. It's going to be this whole thing. They're not going to be well, happy. Can you queue it up like before you pick them up? Yeah, I'm going to have Abby, do, but I don't know where it is. I have no idea oh, where they were. In the I got movie. You. you know what I mean? I got you. So I'm hoping Abby knows and that she can take care of that for me. It's, a, it's on know? a DVD? It's on a DVD. Yeah. Rise of the Guardians. Okay. Do you know about, about, are you halfway? I have no idea because I don't pay attention. Because my thought is, I'll just play the movie at home for them and you could start a brand new movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we don't have it, but that's what I'm saying. I'll take the dvd <laughs> play it they can watch yeah, it we might need to do this yeah and then they can just they're start very interested movie. i mean the other movies they kind of like like looney tunes is a good one you yeah. know um things like that you know um but uh but this is the first one that they have and they've been and it's a very intense movie it's a pretty good one i i like it um but they really want to know what's happening and i keep on messing with them because the bad guy in this movie is basically like his character is the person that gives kids nightmares that's okay. the bad guy and so there's some kind of scary parts, you know, yeah. where it's like super intense. And I'll pause it like as as it's playing, I'll pause it and I'll be like, guys, I don't you don't have to watch this. Like if it's too scary for you, I can you know, I can turn Little it Princess off. Bride, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. You know what I mean? And, you know, of course, I, I, I think um, I think Gus knows what I'm doing. When yeah. I do that, you know, um, but I think Teddy and Gideon completely fall for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. That's so, pretty great. Guys, I don't, if you, this is too much, like, I don't want to, like, I don't know what you guys are allowed to watch. So, I mean, like, you don't have to watch this, you know, we could Which put in. Which is funny because we watch <laughs> I know. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little thing that I do that's been fun for me. So, mm. okay. All right. Um, my last thing kind of flows into this. Um, I started watching Stranger Things with Levi. He had not seen it. He had not seen it okay. at all. So we watched, uh, the other day, the girls went to a, a play um, here here in town, and uh, so Eric and the girls were, were gone. So we, we turn on episode two. We watch episode two. At the end, Barb dies. Yes. Levi's takeaway was she deserved it because her haircut is so bad. That's literally what he said. Okay. He's, but, he's um, kind of right. Um, but uh, so episode two ends, and I'm excited to like experience this with Levi, you know, like binge watch this thing with Levi. And, uh, episode two or season two? Episode two. Okay. We watched episode two. And then I looked at Levi. I'm like, you want to turn on episode three? And he's like, I, I think I can only watch one at a time. What? <laughs> like he was done. Like he was like, yeah, that's it's the most intense thing he's ever watched. Okay. You know, he's, I think the scariest thing he's ever watched is probably Jurassic Park. What? Yeah. We don't really expose that stuff to our kids. We early and often for oh, us. Oh yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> but for us, just a decision that we've made, you know. Um, and How's he ever uh, going to get through life? <laughs> I don't know. Life we'll just, is a scary we'll place. And just have to wait and see, I guess. But uh, he's liking it. He's really enjoying it, you know. Yeah. Um, and well, see, I wouldn't watch it with the girls. It's a fun road to go down because mm -hmm. we went down that road with Estelle maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. And like letting her in on some of this type of stuff, like yeah. you want to stay up late and watch mm -hmm. this with us. Yeah, you know all the boys are in bed and yeah. the whole thing. 
Um, but there's a lot of fun movies to watch that are like on that line. Right. Like a lot of the M night movies, mm-hmm. you know, they're right. fun to watch and they're yeah. kind of intense, but they're not like scary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, this is intense for him, you know? And it's funny cause I heard Levi talking about it the other day cause somebody was asking him about watching it. Cause I said, Oh yeah, Levi, I watched yeah. it. And Levi said, uh, he goes, I keep on having questions about things like that while the movie's happening and dad's answer is always all oh, it was the 80s <laughs> like like he's like why are they doing this ah, it was the 80s what why does this ha- it was the 80s you don't understand you know the 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 crazy thing is the world the stranger things world is completely accurate by the way like riding yeah, your bikes at night on, and dead on. like just all of the it's all completely accurate and also crazy in comparison yes. to what we think of today i know where my kids are a hundred percent of the time because I track them. Yeah. Like they're like, you put a chip under their, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so, so, so foreign to him. Like this world he's like, he, he just can't believe that this world existed. And I just think that that world was better than the world we're living in today. Yeah. I just think one, one thing you talk well, about, there was some innocence that is mm-hmm. not around today. Yeah. And, and, and I, I just, I don't, I think I've come to a point, you know, we don't do dad advice anymore. Because you know, just like everything, know. it just kind of. Well, we might do it again. Yeah, we might. We might do it again. And just kind of fizzle out. Think our life is dad vice. Yeah, but uh, I I have come to a point where I have uh, drastically, drastically limited um, any screen time for my kids. Like you're going to find creative, fun things to do. I just I don't want to raise kids that have their face in a phone. Yeah. You know, twenty hours a day, or in an iPad, or even on a TV. You know, like finding different things to do they're well, reading more we go to the library yeah one of the things i saw recently um and and i've talked to my wife about this over the last six to eight months i say recently like mm-hmm. in parenting because uh, we've been parenting for 12 13 14 years mm-hmm. now 15 almost yeah um someone i read this read this huge article about stop buying your kids things and start doing things with your kids right mm-hmm. and like this is so real to us because our house is filled with crap yeah. I mean, just tons of stuff and mm-hmm. toys and like we haven't thrown anything away. Right. And we continue to buy them stuff every Christmas, every mm-hmm. birthday. Yeah. Like just random stuff. Yeah. Like these stupid remote control battle bot cars. Yeah. They play for five minutes and it right. sits in the room for three years. Mm-hmm. It'd be better to buy an experience. Absolutely. Go ice fishing. Yeah. Yeah. So hence the Bigfoot hunting, things yeah. like that. Like mm-hmm. we're all going, we're going camping. This is happening. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting ready. We actually started the process already. Um, next year, we are buying Cedar Point season passes. Oh, wow. We already bought the down payment, the deposit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next year, Cedar Point and Kings Island, it's a platinum pass. Mm-hmm. We can go as often as we want. Wow, that's crazy. Which is awesome. Yeah. And if you go three or four times, it pays for itself. Sure. Mm-hmm. So if you go once a week, you've paid for it 10 times over. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's an experience. Yes, and we are counting this as part of Christmas and birthdays and all that mm-hmm. stuff. We're just going to reduce some of that, yeah, and put all the money towards that. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, all of this kind of like reached a tipping point when last week my wife went to a concert with a, a lady from church, a Lauren Daigle concert in Columbus. Yeah. And uh, she said there were a group of high school girls sitting in front of them the whole time, and she they were said, on their phones. She said it was, it's like a two-hour concert. She said the entire time they were on their phones. She said the only time they were paying attention to the concert was when they were like videoing 
you know, with their phone, recording with their phones. And yeah. then they would post it and edit it and duck faces and selfies and texting. And she's like, here, you're, you came here, you paid money to experience, you experience this thing, put your phone down and it, like have a life experience, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that's what we decided to do. And the library is a great thing. You go to the library with your kids yeah, and uh, it's fun. They pick out a book, you know, they find out what they like, they enjoy it. Dad advice of the week. Make your kids put down their phone. And, and I will say, if you have an iPhone, get the new update because there's a whole screen time option. And I have now limited my kids' screen time from my phone. Yeah. Like I can, like specific games, I can make sure like Levi can only play that game for 20 minutes a day or be on Facebook for, you know, 10 minutes a day or, or anything like that, you know? So pretty, pretty cool. Um, so... Th- yeah, that's 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 my dad advice of the week. Limit okay. limit your kids' screen time. Okay, I'm fine with this. Yeah, you have to replace it with something. You can't just limit it and stop it. Here's a good example of what happened today. Today, Abby, my youngest, um, was limited in her screen time. So at 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 the house, um, she she built a giant um, pyramid out of red solo cups. Until it reached the ceiling, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, how many, how many solo cups do you have in your house? We had we had a lot. So that's um, a lot of solo cups. I'm just like picturing that's like 300 solo cups. Yeah, the the big ones too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so she did that. Something that never would have happened but, but, while listen, she was on her iPad. A triangle or a pyramid? A triangle. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you said pyramid, okay, I'm picturing like the whole room. No, like a whole base. No, that would be pretty sweet. Oh my gosh, yeah. that'd be so no, much fun. No, I'm sorry, it's a triangle, but. Here, that's a up perfect example. Yeah, she did it up against the wall. Okay. It's a perfect example of something that would not have happened. No. But that's a cool thing that she I'll did. I'll tell you what, though. If that happened, if I <laughs> if I came down the stairs uh-huh. and I saw my boys using red solo cups and building a pyramid yeah. to the ceiling, I would have, what are you doing? Yeah. Guys, what are you doing? <laughs> we got to drink out of those. Take the iPad. Just go to your room. Just shut up and take the iPad to your room. <laughs> I will say iPad is is really easy parenting. Well, we don't own an iPad. Or I mean, the kids don't play. I a know. tablet or whatever. They, yeah, they don't. Honestly, they don't. They have their 3DSs. It's the easiest babysitter that there is. What we started doing on the Xbox, because four boys, mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, each boy has a day on the Xbox. Oh. So that means three other days they don't. You're really big into that kind of thing. We do a lot of that. Yeah. Well, that's how we were. Yeah, that's we how were we kids. were raised. That's why dad did it for us. Yeah, I know. And th- I know. I mean, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a good thing. Well, you know, it's it's, it's fine. a good thing. Yeah. I like to be random in my parenting, <laughs> often unfair. <laughs> but I just make. Life is unfair, so yeah. start early. Hey, that's the way it is. Sometimes I make decisions just because, and there's no purpose behind it. Is that the right way to go? We're going to find out. Listen. Switch your socks right now, left and right. <laughs> Why? I just do it. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Switch your socks, left yeah. and right. Don't ask me. Don't I'm gonna, ask me. I swear I'm it. going to do that. I'm going to do that this week. I'm gonna... Now, this was a great lesson with my kids. Yeah. Two of my sons, Gideon mm-hmm. and Harrison, are close to the same age. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gideon is defiant. No matter what, yeah, you know this, <laughs> no matter what I say, he argues. Mm-hmm. And so I said, Gideon, watch. Watch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I called, 
Harrison, come here. <laughs> yeah, Harrison's upstairs. He mm-hmm. comes down and says, I said, Harrison, um, can you go to the other room and grab the chair from the table and just move it in front of that table over there? Mm-hmm. And he did it. He goes, is that all? I said, yeah. He goes, can I go upstairs? Yeah. And he went right back upstairs. <laughs> he didn't ask a thing. He yeah, did just, exactly what yeah. I said. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, just do what I say. Just listen. That's, just do what I say. All, just do it. Just do it. Just I don't do need it. all the questions. Yeah. You know? Hmm. And I'm, it may have been unfair to compare the two. Mm-hmm. You know, comp- You know, to Gideon. Like, why aren't you, why aren't you like your older brother? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to do that. Yeah, that's, that's a bad habit to get into. Other than, listen... This is how this house mm-hmm. works. Yeah. If I tell you to do it, just do it. I'm going to tell Abby to switch her socks this week. Abby, put your left sock on your right foot. Yeah. Switch your socks. Switch your socks right now. It's going to drive her nuts. Like, that's going to be really difficult for her. I, I it's worth it'll be, doing. I think it'll be a good experience. You should do it to all your kids independently without the other ones in the room. Like, just wait randomly when they're isolated. All of them will have a problem with it. I mean, I can guarantee on different levels. I think... It just depends on what mood I catch them in. But Abby's, Abby's, unless it strikes her as funny, like it could just strike her as funny and she could do it just yeah. because it's funny. Right. But um, but it'll be difficult for her. Michaela just might not do it. She might just refuse. Well, that's a problem. That is a problem. That's why I'm going to do it. I'm glad that you suggested that. I think I might do it too. I do the, let's both do it. To all of our kids, and then we'll discuss Stella next week. Stella will switch. Harrison mm-hmm. will switch. Gus will switch. Teddy will switch. Mm-hmm. Gideon will not switch. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Yeah, that's that's going to be difficult. I have some very strict rules for for your son when I when I drive in the car. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, we got this new car, and the uh, the the way it shuts is yeah. like the automatic like the yeah. door shuts. And I've seen your door handles. I'm not going to lie; they're broken. Yes. Because he yanked them off. There's nothing I have that isn't broken. <laughs> so I'd rather these doors not be broken because I don't know how to fix them. Yes. And so I have a button that I can press that can open and close from the door seat. from yes. my seat. Yeah. And so I have a very strict rule. None of the boys are allowed to touch any of the door handles. Yes. You know? And Gideon more than once has said, I want to touch it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, but you can't. That's the rule. Yeah. You can't touch it, you know? And uh, and now with the, the DVD player, it's been fantastic because there's no fighting. Like, I don't have to fight them at all on buckling their, their seatbelts because they um, know. Wait, did you just not say you're limiting screen time? And now for you're... For my kids, not for your kids. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I'll... Somehow that doesn't I don't have right. to raise your kids. I just got to get them to school. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the movie, they know the movie's paused. The you know the DVD player is paused until I hear all three clicks. Oh, that's you know? wise. Yeah. And so now they help each other. They used to be like ah whatever. Yeah, you know, if one of them. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. They used to like and they point out. Oh, he doesn't have his buckled in. And now they're like helping each other. Like we got to get a buckled in really quick. You know, so because they know the great. moment I heard that third click, click. All right, play. You know, that's pretty great. Yeah, it is pretty great. Have you got stopped by a train yet? Well, I take the tr- I take the route that, that oh, there yeah. are no trains. Over the yeah yeah. So it's bonus time. I know, I know. All right. Well, those are our three things. So really quickly, because I feels We're like we've talked time. for a yeah. long time, but really quickly, we wanted to do a Mount Rushmore. Netflix. Should we just skip the Mount Rushmore and go straight to Netflix? I say we just hit Netflix. Let's save the Mount Rushmore. Okay. Should we Should we tease it? Uh, we'll tease it with my Netflix. Okay. 
suggestion. All right. So you do your Netflix suggestion. My Netflix suggestion of the week is brought to you by TBS Streaming. Okay. Which uh, it might also be on some of the other networks, Hulu, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's The Purge TV series. Okay. Are you familiar with The Purge at all? Not at all. Okay. So The Purge um, a couple years ago was a movie. Um, there's been, I believe, three movies, possibly four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now there's a new TV series. Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily have to watch them in order, uh, but the basic premise is this. Every year in America, every mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. there is one day that is set aside. Oh, I have seen, I haven't seen this, yeah, but I, yeah. Dedicated okay. mm-hmm. to say there is no rules, mm-hmm. zero rules. Yeah. So, Everything is legal. You can do anything. Right. You know, uh, they're very, there's a few small restrictions. There's like certain like level four government officials. Like you can't go kill the president. Sure. Uh, which seems jacked up. If there's no rules, there should be no rules. Right. Anyways, uh, it's, it's actually terrifying because it seems like it would almost make sense. Right. And I'm not saying this because I think we ought to do it. Um, it kind of feels like you are saying that, though. I'm only hinting at the fact you'd be that like ten percent okay with some it. Some problems. <laughs> I'm only ten percent okay with it. Uh huh. It's kind of the, like the opposite of the year of jubilee. It's exactly opposite of the year of jubilee. <laughs> but in essence, what they're doing is they're saying this is your chance to reset your life. Mm-hmm. And so, like on the TV series, the one lady. Um, kills the there's two people up for promotion mm-hmm. her and this other guy so she kills this other guy and it's not looked down upon at all because it's like this it's happened during totally the purge legal. so now she she's next in line she's next in line for the promotion she got it so it's called the purge the purge all right and uh w- once again there's a lot of killing lots of blood sure sounds like lots it. of like crazy stuff so yeah. um i would avoid uh, just be cautious on who you're watching it with. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're tempted to go off the rail on anybody, right? maybe don't watch it. Okay. If, if, I find it fascinating, yeah. not necessarily just for the killing aspect, but um, like what, what could you do? What would you do if you just had a day where you could do anything? You know, in, instantly hmm. everybody thinks about killing, but yeah. like, you know, what if you could drive 300 miles an hour on the freeway? And you're not going to get pulled over. I'd probably go to like the nicest restaurant I could go to and just uh, dine in ditch. Is that what they call dine it? In, yeah. That'd probably be what I would yeah, do. Yeah, I think most restaurants are probably closed. You just close down that day. Well, everybody's worried they're going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't kill anybody, I don't think. You, well, I mean, you don't... You Most people just... You want to bunker down. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of revenge happening. Sure. Or justice. So there's one guy they're following around, and, and I don't know who it is yet because they're only halfway through this season, and he's completely protected. He's got like a steel cage wrapped around him. that It's mobile, and he's got all this armor. He's driving like an armored vehicle. Right. Um, he's driving around and seeing people in distress, like you know, people getting beat up in the street, mm-hmm. and then he goes, settles the score, and, and kills those other people mm-hmm. and saves the innocent. Hmm. So there's like this justice factor in there too. Okay. I, I find it fascinating. All right. I just find it fascinating. And what is it on? And don't judge me. It's on TBS or TNT or okay. something like that. All right. But you can watch it. There's no judging. That's fine. No, listen, people will judge me. Mm-hmm. People will look at me and say, mm-hmm. I can't even believe you watched well, that. Well, those people are getting murdered on Purge Day. So, yeah. When it comes. I mean, not by me. 
Would you, so you're not you're not advocating for purge? No. But like, if it happened on the leap year, you wouldn't it like you know. It no, wouldn't. it would be awful. Like, <laughs> it's it. Here's the thing. It's the same thing for me watching The Walking Dead. Uh huh. There's a part of me is like, man, man, zombie apocalypse, man. That's where it's at. Right. But then you know what? That'd be awful. Yeah. That'd be so bad. I think. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, my Netflix suggestion is not quite so heavy. Uh, it's a, uh, it is on Netflix, and it's a, uh, I think it's a former PBS show. It's on Netflix original. It's called uh, The Mind of a Chef. Okay. And it follows uh, David Chang. Uh, he's uh, is that a chef related to PF Chang's? No. Okay. He um, he has a restaurant, very famous restaurant, Momofuku in uh, New York. And uh, he's a very famous chef, David Yeah, Chang. you said that. And um, anyway, he's kind of like the host of the show, and he goes around and has food in different places and talks about food. It's it's a food show. Primarily New York? Um, no, all, all around the world. And uh, it's really, really interesting, and I really, really like it. It's called The Mind of a Chef. Docu-series? Mm, yeah, it's a series. So there are, I don't know how many seasons or whatever. I've watched maybe like eight episodes. Okay. I like it because it doesn't like require my full attention. You know, like if I'm cooking or something, I can just put it on, you know, and I don't like it can be on and kind of be interesting and I can miss some, but that's fine too. And I can catch it up. You know, it's not like, it's not even like the Great British Baking Show where you really don't want to miss any. You want to kind of yeah. like. Did you finish that series, by the way? Yeah, no, oh. we haven't watched it more. So you're done with it? Oh, we're so, done with it. So yeah. you know who wins. Oh, I know who wins. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. I'm completely fine with the uh, host change now. Early really? on, I was not mm. because these two new people. Yeah, no, but now I like them better than the two crazy ladies. I just like the Bleak. I like the blonde lady. Yeah, she's fine. She, that you know the dude. The dude has grown on me. No, no, no. I'm saying I like the older blonde lady. I still like her better than either of the new people. The older lady, who's uh, the, I mean the previous. Two women. Yeah. The blonde one was funny. Yeah. The one with the dark hair was. I could whatever. not stand the dark haired chick. Yeah. She's f- whatever. But the the blonde one, I thought she was really funny. Yeah. I do miss her. And the ju- Paul Paul's great. Paul, you need Paul. And with, I without, like Mary, but this new chick's fine. It's a bit undercooked. Undercooked. For me, it's a bit undercooked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Right. Yeah. Do you have anything else? No. Let me check my list. You you got three things, right? I, I got my three things in. I got my three things. You got your three things in. Did we even talk about sports? Yeah, we talked about the Browns for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And Ohio State won, right? Yeah. Playoff. Yeah, they won. Playoff baseball. Yeah. Playoff baseball is happening. Right now, the Dodgers are playing the Braves. I'm like, I didn't even know the Braves were good. So, you know. Are the Braves in the playoffs? Yeah. The Atlanta Braves? <laughs> All right. The, the, when I think Atlanta yeah. Braves, I just think... Oh, do they do that anymore? Is that racially insensitive? Oh, I'm sure it's racially insensitive, but it doesn't mean they don't do it. Man, that's that's about as fired up as it gets, right? When the Atlanta Braves like sold out crowd is in doing October the the, oh, the yeah. chop. What yeah. do they call it? Did you say judo chop? No, the chop. What tomahawk they, chop. Tomahawk chop. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, when the whole crowd is doing that, it's about <laughs> that's about as intense as it gets. What if there's a judo chop version where they're doing the Asian something? King we need Yong, a, King that'll Yong. be enough. Yeah, stay oh, okay. stay clear of that. Judo we chop. need to do a um <laughs> that's called the chopsticks. 
Oh. We need to do a Mount Rushmore of chance. Stadium chance. Like the tomahawk oh, chop. Oh, yeah. The other one that gets on there is the soccer. The um, oh, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, what's the um, the kickoff? Like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. good yeah. That's pretty good. Charge. Da, 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 da. Charge. There's a lot of baseball things. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is why we need to break it down. Next time on Lower Road Radio. Probably not. We'll probably forget that we even had this conversation. But that's okay. That's what we do. Do you but, want any more honorable mention of stadium chance? So do you know what Tottenham does? It sounds like the Saints come marching in, but yeah. it's like in slow motion. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because they're drunk. Well, that might be part of it. But but it's that melody. I mean, that's the whole – that's the great thing about all these European soccer teams is like the chance. I mean, it's this whole culture. They all oh, have yeah. – and they got a little bit of that here in Columbus. They've got some some of the songs that they sing over and over again uh, when you go see the Columbus Crew. Yeah. But it's different. Know, there's there's my my favorite one is "Glory to Columbus." Glory to Columbus. Glory to Columbus. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's not the same as something that they've been chanting in London for, for like the past like 150 years, years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I, I will say this. So I've been watching. I have watched an equal amount of German soccer. As I have uh, Man, English Premier. I like Bundesliga, the German soccer right? the best. Right? Bundesliga. Yeah. Oh, Bundesliga. So the... Uh, is it better? The quality? Yeah. Some of it is. I mean, like, Bayern Munich is probably better than any Premier... Like, Bayern Munich was in the Premier League. They'd probably win it. Yeah. I don't know if it's better. I guess that's debatable. That's why they like, do I feel the like Dortmund is probably, like, the fourth best team right now. In the Bundesliga, yeah. Well, they're top four. I mean, they're ranked one last I checked, but oh, I, yeah, I don't know. They're, I mean, they're what top four, something like that. I feel like they would clean up in English Premier. They're great. They're really, really. Good. I really enjoy watching German soccer. Um, a lot. Like I, a uh, lot. I'm gravitating toward uh, that player Schmelzer. Oh, I like Schmelzer. I like him. I like Royce. I like yeah. Schmelzer. I like. Um, well, I love Christian Pulisic. Yeah, you know. Um, last year they had Obama Yang, and now he's with Arsenal. This year he was a good fit on that. Yeah, team. Listen, I'm still all over Tottenham. I love Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham is my favorite team. Yeah, they're they're, they're the team. About? But Bruce Dortmund is oh, my next guess best what? team. What? I have a new neighbor. She's British. Are you like, serious? From England? Yes. I haven't spoke to her. Now, Mike, listen. What? Don't look at me that way. My kids have. Well, she just moved in. So Gideon was outside mm-hmm. walking the dog, taking the dog out. And he had a whole conversation with her, and he came in and like starts talking about how she talks weird. Yeah, and like it, it's I one of the other kids was out there too. It's like yeah, she's British. Yeah, you know she's from England. Yeah, which that explained it. So invite her over to watch the Great British Baking Show, or soccer, or whatever else. And I yeah. but I don't know if it's uh, if husband or kids or I don't know any I don't know anything. Well, I'm I need to figure this out. The problem is I've been Bigfoot hunting for last. Invite her week. over for tea and scrumpets. What is a scrumpet? It's a line from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said it. It's probably inappropriate. Yeah. yeah, you be careful inviting someone over for scrumpets. Tea and um crack what's the crackers? Cookie? Tea and crackers. No, what's the cookie? A biscuit. A biscuit. Tea, tea and, and biscuits. biscuits. Yeah. yeah. Invite her over for tea and biscuits. 
Yeah. Sweet tea and biscuits and gravy. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so funny if you invited over for tea and biscuits and you serve sweet tea Uh, and biscuits and gravy. I should do that. (laughs) That would be great. You kind of have to. I think you kind of have to. I mean, to play into my American. um, I'd like to find out where she gets her tea because she's probably drinking tea. Like real tea. Like good. I, yeah. I want to know where she gets her tea. Listen, from. I think we need to have a um, a get together. I'm all for it, right? Invite her over to the house for uh, Halloween when you guys come over. Yeah, I need to figure out if they have kids. Yeah, I haven't seen any. I feel like if they had kids, our kids would have connected right. already. Yeah. And I don't know if she's old or young. I've never even seen her. We need to figure all these things out. Yeah. All right. No, I'm all over this. Well, we're going to go straight from here, knock on her door, and I've got a lot of questions for At her. one in the morning. You know, it might be like noontime. Yeah, for, for her. Yeah, she's, she's still fine. obviously on British time. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. As long as... The rule I mean, she's is... She's probably as, been living here for 35 the years. The rule is but. as long as you still have the accent, you're still on the... The time and the accent go together, right? And the moment you lose the accent, now you're on, you know, your current your current time that's the pretty standard accepted yeah rule all right this is dan signing off for jason <laughs> reminding you to keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats Peace.